Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Hi, welcome to the show. Today's episode, you are in for a treat. We're going to learn how to utilize a small business concept to build a successful personal brand. My friend and expert, Lauren Davis, she explains how she and her husband started their record store during the last recession in US and kept it thriving. Yeah, you heard me right, a record store. Pretty cool, right? Also, how to build authentic business relationships and build your network. Why Lauren says that the marketing industry is shifting away from automation and back again to authentic connections. And I cannot agree more. And so much more. I cannot wait to share with you. But before we go to the main content, I would like to introduce Lauren to you. I met Lauren in person. I think twice in London at Upreneur Summit, which is hosted by Chris Ducker. And the first time we did not play anything, you know, we did not know each other much. We just kind of know that each other it's, uh, you know, we are fellow attendees and I was happy speaking, uh, on the stage that year. We have a great conversation over coffee and through years we became friends. Lawrence, she lives near Chicago and works with entrepreneurs all over the world to overcome their personal branding discontent so that they can focus on sales, exposure, and leadership. She also has received U.S. Senate recognition for her passionate dedication to helping businesses succeed. And her work like articles and, and media assets have been featured all over the place and including also some influencers podcasts such as my Kim and many, many more. So to say that, you know, we will also put her detail uh, bio in the show note. I really want you to get to know her because if you go to her Instagram feed, you will feel like it's um, fresh air, you know, uh, it's very different and it's very authentic. And it's the engagement is awesome. And personally, I'm also uh, part of her Facebook group. That's probably one of the best Facebook groups I've been part of. Um, because it's just how she share and adding value to business. It's fantastic. Okay. Now let's check with Lauren. Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I just still uh, so miss those times that we can have an in-person coffee. <laughs> I know, I know. And that's really how you and I met was over coffee um, in London, actually. We got to, yeah. to hang out with each other and get to know each other better. And I just always think about that conversation. Yeah, me too. Uh, especially now I have this COVID thing as the time recording this episode. We are pretty much all kind of... Uh, isolated uh, in our home. Anyway, Lauren, so in the introduction, I already uh, tell my audience and data viewers in the YouTube channel that how awesome you are. 
but we always want to hear like your own word from your own words that uh, your journey, you know, until now, I mean, how now you become such a expert in the personal brand business. Oh gosh. Well, it's, it, I have a, a story that I have never quite heard told before. And it's um, something that I'm very proud of too. But when I was 19 years old and my husband was 25 at the time, we decided to start this record store and gift shop. And it, I mean, if you go all the way back in my history from a time I was a child till, till then, I was always starting businesses. Like there was always this entrepreneurial bug that was just creeping up inside me. Like whether that was painting rocks or selling furniture that I painted or, um, you know, protesting something. Like I was always very, you know, I was a very um, go-getter in that way, but very shy also. So when I was 19, we decided to start this record store. I was still working a part-time job. He was working a part-time job. I had dreams of going to school, to a university. Um, so I, I also paid myself through college during that time. Um, there was times where when we were building this business, like we both really had never run a business before or built a business before that was a real business, you know, not like my <laughs> collecting cans business or sweeping driveways or babysitting. Um and so we were learning everything by the seat of our pants as we were, go as we went, that's how we learned. <laughs> and there was, you know, days that we thought if we could just, if we could just simply make our barely scraping by goal is what we called it. We had a barely scraping by goal. If we can just make our barely scraping by goal today, then we can keep our lights on. And then we can promise people that more good is to come and more good will be to come after that and just keep hanging on, keep thinking about us. And so I, that really got me thinking, like, how can we show up in this community? How can we show up as local business leaders when we're so, when we're young and nobody knows us, you know, it's not, we, why would we, why would they want to come shop at a record store or buy gifts during the worst time in the economy? You know, it was like around the, the previous recession, there was, nobody had excessive income to come spend money on things that they didn't really necessarily need. Um, but music is passionate for people and, and gifts with purpose are meaningful to people and they're still buying gifts. They're still, they still need a place to go where they feel like they're at home, even when they're not at home. And so we started really leaning on that. And I started crafting all of these um, ways for us to kind of get a bigger presence in our community. So reaching out to community leaders, getting involved in different volunteer ways, getting involved in our community and really building our personal brands through leadership in our community and putting us on every social media platform at the time, which was YouTube and Twitter and MySpace, of course, we were all on MySpace. And what happened was all of a sudden businesses started coming out of the woodwork. Like, how are you getting all of these people to this record store and gift boutique? How are you bringing all these people in? How are you guys getting national and regional news to come do stories about you? Um, you know, what, what is this? We didn't even know you guys, you know, <laughs> until a few years ago. And so from there, I built a non-for-profit for small local businesses in my community. And I started a marketing, marketing consultancy. And that was in about 2010. So in 2010, I started working with tons of other local businesses, small businesses to kind of help them put their message out there into the world, but also just put a voice to their personal brand and remind them how important they are to their business and how important their relationships are and the connections that they're creating every day, how those benefit their business and, and really make their business what it is. 
And from there, <laughs> I started traveling more and learning more because I was able to go back to college, but it wasn't necessarily the biggest degree that I wanted. And from that point, I was like, you know, I'm going to just put my effort that I would have put into school into learning more, traveling more, learning from as many entrepreneurs as possible. So I kind of went out of there into the world, started attending conferences. And as I met more people and talked to them about how I, I built the successful small business in my hometown and applying those small business concepts to personal brands, what happened was my network just kind of exploded. And I'm very grateful for that, very thankful for that. People started introducing me to their friends and I started getting on more stages and working with more entrepreneurs. And I am just so grateful for all of the, the ways in which my life turned out differently than what I thought it was going to turn out like um, that brought me to here today talking with you on your podcast, Kelly. Wow. I love what you say about actually from beginning it's you uh, made your small business known through leadership. Yes. And basically, you know, uh, for me and my audience, for us, leadership is really who really give value, right? And I think you have done exactly that. And literally in the last couple of years, I'm kind of in distance and see how you have grown so much, uh, how um, you have been, just like you say, on different stages and the network. And that brings to uh, a question I want to ask you is how to build that authentic business relationship. Right. That, you know, um, a lot of people even come out with the terms like uh, influencers marketing is like purposely go to, you know, reach out to influencers and all that. But a lot of time, you know, I don't feel that it's a very authentic way or sometimes also feel for me, relationships shouldn't be used. Right. It should be cherished. And so can you tell us a little bit about that? The number one rule that I have for myself, um, I don't know if you follow the Enneagram. Or, oh, or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love the Enneagram. I'm an Enneagram too. And one of those things that I learned many years ago when I started researching more about the Enneagram is um, is twos give a lot. They, they give everything, right? But sometimes, sometimes when you're an unhealthy two, you <laughs> expect that back in return. So I always had that in the back of my head because I can recall certain instances where I did not, not often, but I would consider myself a moderately healthy too. But I can, I can think back to certain times in my life where I was maybe not, at, not taking care of myself as well. And I did, I did expect something in return for something that I set for some, you know, giving gesture that I gave out of the kindness of my heart. And so I've always had that in the back of my head that, that is probably not the best way to go, you know? And once I used that tool as an awareness tool for myself, I, I was like, you know what? I love actually giving without expectation. Like I love making connections without ever expecting anything in return. And to me, uh, allowing myself to do that, it's like it lifted a weight off my shoulders. Mm. So allowing myself to make connections with people, big, big people who, you know, big, uh, that's not relative word, but yeah. they, you know, um, like, you know, um, best-selling authors and top podcasters and mm-hmm. leaders in our community, I decided that if I could just give to anyone, whether they were big or whether they were the smallest local business just getting started, um, who had knows nothing about business yet, or someone reaching out to me on Instagram saying, I'm just getting started. I don't even know where to start. And I'm so overwhelmed. It doesn't matter who it is. If I can give to everyone without expectation of ever getting it back in return, it was like a weight lifted off, off my mm-hmm. shoulders. And so that is the number one way for that I have found 
that has helped me build my network to a re a place that I'm really happy with and I'm very proud of. Um, that being said, on a tactical level, on a social media scale level, if you're talking about, you know, actual ways and action steps that you can put into use right now. Yeah. One thing that I can tell you that is very meaningful is to always answer your comments and messages. Mm -hmm. When people choose to leave a comment on your Instagram or on your Facebook page or in your inbox, they decide to message you, they're messaging you, even if it's just an emoji, they're taking it kind of taking a chance on you to see if, if you are, you know, genuine, authentic, they want to get to know you. They want to kind of either be validated by something they're saying to you or just have some kind of responsibility in your life. And when you, they choose to reach out to you, the best thing that you can do is comment back, write back to them, keep the conversation going, keep the messages open um, and make yourself, you know, you, we can't be available all the time, 24 seven, of course, but make it a point to do what's, um, what's, what you're able to do. Like what yeah. is, what is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> do, do what you're able to do with the time that you have. In, yeah, and, exactly. and make that a prioritize a priority prioritize that in your social media strategy is to, to actually spend time getting to know people who are following you already and who are already showing up for you okay so that's when people that they follow us mm -hmm. how about when you say uh earlier about if it's somebody that say influencer leaders that you know they are you admire and then they're ahead of you in your journey sure and how do we then give without you know expectation, but we are able to reach out. A couple examples for me, I think that I've that I can think of is just for one example in particular. One of my closest friends now, Mike Kim, he and I met because I took a photo. I took a few photos while I was attending one of his sessions once at a conference, and I sent them to him on Instagram. That's that's it. Like that's what happened, and now we're now we're we text each other almost every day, you know, that's like, that's, that was the beginning of a friendship for me that has opened many doors for me. And has, he's become an influential mentor to me in so many ways. But that conversation started because I sent him a few pictures when I enjoyed one of his sessions. And I was just like, Hey, I have my camera with me. Might as well send a few pictures mm -hmm. um, for, I mean, you and I got together at the tail end of conference in London uh, you had just spoken on stage, you know, but that wasn't why I met with you. It was more like we kind of reached out, connected on Facebook. And I was like, hey, I think, yeah, this will be a great conversation. Um, you know, I didn't really expect it to be such a life-giving conversation <laughs> that, that it was. And for you and I to become friends after that, that wasn't the expected outcome. But I thought, hey, if this person is interested in connecting with me and I'm interested in connecting with her, let's get together and see what we can talk about. It wasn't yeah. a, it wasn't like a business conversation where no. you and I had an agenda and we we were like let's work together afterwards. It, nothing like that. It was mm -hmm. just two genuine people getting together for a conversation and I think sometimes we forget that the people that are two or three steps ahead of us, they're just people. They're not you know, there's no there's they're they're having the same imposter syndrome that we are having in different areas of their life. They're consulting their mentors, they're talking to their coaches. So everyone is just another person. And what do we as people really want? We want to be validated. We want to be heard. We want people to genuinely connect with us. We want to get to know interesting people. I don't yeah. know one person who doesn't want to know an interesting person. Yeah, exactly. You know? 
<laughs> so that there, I think there's no, um, there's no magic potion or magic, uh, you know, equation to making it happen, except for that you have to find your identity and believe in yourself and give without expectation of ever receiving in return. I love that. Um, I knew the answer, but I have to ask that if I yeah. behave for my audience. It's like same thing happened to me. Like people often ask, how did you get those important people on your podcast or yeah. conversation? I thought that is a good question because almost none of them is I'm like intentionally go to ask. Yeah, there are a couple of them because I yeah. really think that their knowledge will be really great beneficial to my audience so yeah. you know i will reach out but other than that other than that just like you sometimes i'm you know making the conference and 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 or send a picture and all that um i figure out a way that because uh, everybody's busy so like in instagram if somebody uh the new people that say they like my post or a mm-hmm. couple posts or they comment it and uh, i would take time i just i just raise my phone and i just record audio message uh, so say, thank you so much for liking my post today. It's Kelly greeting you from Switzerland. It's very cold today here. How about <laughs> yours? And maybe I mentioned a sentence about, hey, I saw that you are the XYZ, whatever the tagline in there, in their uh, profile. And I saw you done so well, especially you're hosting the clubhouse room as well, right? You, you mentioned that. And I think really just while the world is a lot about automation, but yeah. in the end of the day, human touch, is still, you just cannot be that, right? Yeah, that's okay. a great point. You brought up, um, you know, messaging people after they reach out to you, or I've done that, I've done that so many times, um, you know, after a clubhouse room, notice that some people followed me from there and said, hey, thank you so much for coming to our clubhouse room tonight. Or like, were there any questions that didn't get answered that you wanted, you want answered in future content or in the future in a clubhouse room? Like, it's just a great way to get the conversation going and to just recognize people, even if, they weren't up on stage or even if they didn't leave a comment, just recognizing people and recognizing that they exist and that we are all humans. It feels better. You know, it feels yeah. better than automating everything. Yeah. You can, you can automate everything, everything that you want to automate, but it feels automated. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. like, what's, you know, that's not, if you can't automate like human relationships and, and connection. And that's what I want when I'm building a business. There's nothing more fulfilling to me than that. I'm not like, but I think that that is because we, and probably anyone listening to this podcast are very heart-centered entrepreneurs and value-centered entrepreneurs. And so, but but I really do believe that the whole world is coming back to that place. Like, yeah, I do. There was a swing, an upswing where everything, you know, everyone wanted to automate everything. And now we're realizing after this last year, how important it is to really stay in touch with real people because when you are forced with the the challenge of not being able to connect with other people, then suddenly you realize who is important to you and where they are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is a great point to transit to the next question. It's what would you say it's an impactful and yeah, impactful personal brand and how we get to there? Because personal brand is such a topic. Uh, it seems like after Clubhouse appear, it's even more. <laughs> Everybody talking about personal brand. But uh, when I hop into different rooms, sometimes when I heard those conversations, it really made me my heart sink. Because a lot of time when I talk about personal brand, um, it's all about, how do I say this politely? 
is all about me center. Then let's just yeah. say this way, right? Yeah. Uh, so tell us about your thoughts. So I believe that everyone has a personal brand. So like whether that is the mechanic down the street working on your car and they have Joe's auto mechanic shop, Joe is the personal brand in that shop. Or whether you are an author and you're speaking on stages and you built a, a software company, even though the software company is your business and that is what is building, you know, bringing in money, the company is get, getting recognition through your personal brand and who you are. So um, the former president of the United States, he had a personal brand. In the, well, you know, yeah, there's like, there's, I'm just like, I, I guess it's like every, like personal brand does not mean you're using it for good, you know? And so for me, what it means to have a personal brand is to, it's, it's to really be aligned with, with who you are and who you're authentically showing up as inside your business for the benefit of what you're building. Mm -hmm. So for me, like the, the best way to build a personal brand is to be completely aligned with who you are as a person and to, to have confidence in who you are as a person, um, to trust yourself. Like if I could go back in time and give advice to a smaller me, I would say, trust that, trust that, you know, what you're doing, you know, <laughs> because because a lot of times we say like, okay, so this person is building a personal brand and they have a mastermind or they have a, a coaching program. And then this person is building a, a personal brand and they, um, they only do VIP days. And this person is building a personal brand and they're, they are starting a, a brick and mortar business. Like you, you can get yourself caught up in how to build the perfect personal brand and be a great influencer and you know, be a thought leader and you have to write a book, you have to create a framework, you have to do, you don't have to do any of those things. You have to show up as yourself and lean into what is actually creating the business that you love. So now developing the business that you want to have, that's a completely different story. You know, that is finding, you know, finding a solution that not only meets the needs of your customers, but also drives you to wake up and do that thing in the morning, you know, that yeah. makes you happy. Um, but building your personal brand along the way is is so much more about um, developing who you are in the process and and finding who you are within your business and how you really show up to the people that you're serving in your business. So for Culture Shock, my record store and gift boutique, Skylar and I, we decided that our personal brands were going to be very welcoming and open to our community. There's a lot of um, a lot of times in very like niched. Uh, groups like like records, for instance, it can be intimidating for somebody to walk through the doors of a record shop and like know where to look, especially like someone who is new to music or mm -hmm. doesn't want to sound stupid um, when they're asking for a certain band or something. So we always were like in our business, we were like, we want to make sure that anyone who's coming through the doors, first of all, feels welcomed by both of us, whether that's online or walking inside and that they feel like they can ask us any question about music and we're not going to make them feel stupid. Mm -hmm. We don't want them to feel bad about whatever they're listening to. We're going to point them in the right direction. If we have it, we'll send them to it. If we don't have it, we'll send someone else. We'll send them to somewhere else, you know, but we want them to feel very connected to music and connected to that thing that made them come get in their car, drive to a store with their mask on during coronavirus to go look through vinyl. You know, we want them yeah. to feel super, super welcome. So 
that was part of our personal brand. We also wanted to show up in our community as people who were really helpful to local businesses. And we, that's why we started this non-for-profit for local businesses with other local businesses here in town. But we really wanted to help local businesses where they were at. And some of them could, couldn't afford to go to conferences like I could, or couldn't leave. They couldn't get off, you know, they, they had no one else helping at their business to go there. So I wanted to bring them educational events every other month. Um, so that's what me and my amazing board, we all plan those educational events every other month. We work together in our community to bring speakers in for a social media conference every year. Um, and those things were important to me because I wanted to show up as not only a leader, but I wanted to show up as a leader who truly was helping people. And those were important values to me in my personal brand. Does my nonprofit necessarily make my business money? Not really. You know, that has nothing to do with my business, but it does have a lot to do with my leadership and my influence in the community and how I get to show up for other people. And that genuinely, truly fills me up doing things like that or doing things like the International Women's Day podcast episode that you were on. That kind of stuff is like super meaningful to me and super purpose driven. Is it building my personal brand leadership in the process? Yeah, it sure is. But that's not why I did it, you know? Yeah. And so that's kind of where we're building your personal brand. I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, but that's where building <laughs> your personal brand needs to align with your business, but it really is about who you are and how you're showing up for the people who support your business and support you. Yeah, this is so aligned on what uh, I often say to my people, say that, you know, you're building a, a personal brain in this entrepreneurial journey. Pretty much is one of the toughest per, uh, personal development journey. Yes. It's a personal growth journey. And um, I think that the time has gone that, you know, we, we see in the, uh, all time, well, still have people do it. It's like they show up as a persona, a different persona than the real person is. Yes. yes. But for me, that's very tiring though, that, that you have to always keep that, whatever that, that type of reputation and versus the real you. And that is not, that, that is not what, what it should be. And in this community, the, 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 the community of faith, you should know that God created you uniquely. It's because that he wants you to show up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I love what you say about that. And I love that how, again, the leadership, uh, through the leadership, uh, and then kind of instill that substance of your, your personal brand. A question I got asked all the time is, Kelly, okay, I got it. Okay. I got, I'm a speaker. I'm a coach or I am a consultant. Um, and I know I need to put myself out there. And one of the ways, obviously, is the social media platforms, right? right. And I also got that as a, okay, I need to show up where, which social media platform where my crowd is. I got that too. My problem is I don't know what to write or okay. what to create the content yeah. in the social media. And I know I can ask this question because Lauren is an expert for it. <laughs> yeah. I So first of all, I think the number one thing that people get really stuck on is first of all, where they should post. They think, you know, I need to be on every single platform all of the time. And I need to go at 100% capacity on every platform. And I'm like, you don't need to do that. You really don't. So the first thing I say when people have that kind of social media overwhelm is that they should pick one platform first that they love showing up on. So I don't care if it's TikTok, if it's YouTube, if it's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whichever platform is like making you super happy and you can't wait to like check, check that social media platform or post on it. That's the platform you should start with. So get really, really good at that platform 
and then add the next best platform that you know your audience is hanging out on. So figure out what the next best platform for you to learn is and learn that. Once you get really good at those two platforms, then you can choose to branch off into new platforms. Because the, the thing is, if you can figure out how your audience is responding on those two platforms and how, what people are connecting with, and you get really good at understanding their behaviors there, you'll be able to figure that out on other platforms as well. You'll be, you'll, it's like, think of it like school. You like, you have to practice math a few times before you get it. And then suddenly you get it and it makes sense and you can do other math problems. So it's, it's kind of like that. Um, when it comes to what to post, really there's, there's so, there is like so much that you can, um, you know, <laughs> there's so much that goes into a personal brand that, mm -hmm. that kind of, you can post, but you also want to obviously have like a mix between your personal brand, your business, you know, all of that. So I actually have a resource and I am happy to give you the resource after okay. this. Um, so your listeners can have it for free. But the first thing that I want you to do is to be consistent and really get to know your audience. Because if you really get to know your audience, then you can kind of backwards engineer. Okay, now I know what my audience wants. Now I can think about what are they Googling? What are they searching for? Because when you can figure out that kind of stuff, then you know exactly what to post. Um, engagement is so important. So obviously connecting with people like we talked about at the beginning of this interview, but then also ask yourself, who do I want to show up as? So if you are saying to yourself, you know, my goal is to be a speaker. I want to be speaking so much more. Then make sure that in the first six photos, when people have that flash second of making an impression and they're checking out your page, make sure that in those first six photos, there's a picture of you speaking. Because if you're not speaking in the, one of the first six photos, do you, like when someone is making that flash first impression of you, you might not show up as a speaker inside their, inside their brain, right? Inside their head. So make sure that you're doing that. Um, then there's also all of these ideas about, you know, basically like if, educational ideas. So if you know how to teach something, you can teach something on social media. You can also talk about what you do and why you do it. You can talk about how you help people, um, what kind of tools you use to succeed. You can also talk about inspirational or story-driven ideas. So, um, you know, we all see those inspirational quotes that are on, that are kind of out there and we're like, uh, I don't want to just post quotes all day, right? Like you see quotes and memes all over the place. Well, let me tell you some of the quotes that do work and some of the quotes that don't work. The quotes that don't work are quotes that people think, oh, well, let me look up entrepreneurship quotes and they post them out there. The quotes that do work are the ones that are on brand, first of all, so they make sense to you and who you serve. But secondly, they are things that people self-identify with. Mm. So that means they cannot scroll past that quote without sharing it to their story or without commenting that they agree or without commenting, oh my gosh, I feel so seen or this is so me. Um, those types of quotes or those types of memes or or text graphics or screenshots of tweets, those are the ones that work because people say, I cannot scroll past this without sharing this because it is so, so me. So think about that self-identification. Um, you can also do behind the scenes stuff. Behind the scenes stuff works really well. So if you're tying in some of that personal stuff, when building your personal brand to your business, you can give people a little look behind the curtain. Everyone wants to know what it's like in the day of the life of Kelly. They want to know what it takes to be successful <laughs> and what it takes to be, uh, you know, um, to go up on stage, to speak to people, to have a podcast, you know, like, did you have jitters before you were getting up on stage? If someone was able to kind of capture that moment where you were like, 
I, you know what, I'm just going to go out there and do that. And I'm going to lean into it. If you were, someone was able to capture that for you before you go out on stage, that's going to be a huge deal to their audience because they get ownership over, <laughs> over kind of your journey. You know, they get to kind of feel your journey with you. And that's really special to your audience. Um, team and collaboration ideas. So anytime you can involve who works with you, um, who, you who you're connecting with, um, any mentors or inspirations that have, have created success for you. Anytime that you can highlight somebody else where it encourages not only that person to feel proud of themselves, but they might also end up sharing it with their audience. Yeah. Those things are very impactful as well. And then self-improvement and proud content ideas. So anytime you're working on yourself and, and trying to better yourself as an entrepreneur, those are great times to post about how you're bettering yourself. And you know, whenever I go to a conference, I always, not only do I post about the conference while I'm there, post about who, who I'm chatting with, give some behind the scenes details. But even in my email away message, I don't just say I'm out of the office for a week. I say I'm out of the <laughs> office because I'm traveling to San Diego to social media marketing world, where I'm going to get to um, work with some of today's top podcasters, shooting some content for them behind the scenes for their social media. If you want to follow me along on my journey, you can follow me on Instagram. Here's my Instagram. Um, I'm so excited to teach you everything I learned when I get back. If you have anything important for me, um, please know that I'll be answering emails when I get back after this date. So I use every opportunity to kind of help people find ownership in my journey through entrepreneurship. And and those types of ideas, I mean, I could go on and on with ideas. Yeah, obviously, I think we can go on another three hours. She will be still here <laughs> talking. So you now you know why you must follow her and you must go to the show now so you can download yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the, the document that she so graciously gave us. Yeah, so, it's got over a hundred ideas. Oh my goodness. Okay. Post. So you guys have no more excuse. Don't ask me that question again. What to post. Okay. If next time a question, just go to Laura. I will put her Instagram handle in the show notes. So you guys will go to find her. Um, I really love this. You know, I love what you keep on saying the ownership mm -hmm. journey. And yeah, maybe I know already a lot of people listen to this or watching me say, Oh, but Lauren, you know, is that a little bit too show off? Like, you know, all that. We have those people that they are a little bit afraid mm -hmm. to put uh, themselves out there. So I want you to use maybe one closing sentence to encourage them. Yeah, I mean, well, okay, I'll try to make this one sentence. <laughs> I put her on the spot. Can you tell? <laughs> uh, so my thoughts are, you know, people really want to get to know you and you don't have to give them every single piece of your picture. You don't have to give them all the, you don't have to share what you're not comfortable sharing, you know, but what you, what you should know is that people are following you on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever they're following you at, they're following you because they see some kind of magic inside of you. And you know how there's like those 15 people who always show up to your stories, no matter what, like they're always watching them. They're always checking out your stories. They're always commenting on your photos. And you're like, oh, wow, I wish I could get more than so-and-so to just comment on my stories. Well, you know what? They're commenting on your stories because they actually love you and they think that you're magic. Like there's something about you that is magic to something about you that is magic to them. So if you can write out a Venn diagram, figure out what's magic to them, why they keep showing up and figure out what might be magic to the people who are your intended audience, somewhere in the middle there, that's where your content sweet spot is. And you don't have to give, you don't have to bear all, but definitely push yourself to give a little bit to the people who are there because they want you to succeed and they want to highlight your magic and really enhance who you are on social media. 
Here we go. That is a perfect wrap for this episode, guys. So I run on sentence. <laughs> we will surely put Lawrence everything, all the goodies in the show note. And Lawrence, thank you so much again uh, for coming on the show. Just verbally tell us that where people can find you. They can find me on Instagram at LDavisCreative. And also I have a wonderful face free Facebook group called Understanding Social Media Marketing for Entrepreneurs. Um, and I will give Kelly all the links to that. Plus, feel free to download that free resource. Yeah, her group is awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much again, Lauren, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy that I got to do this with you. Thank you. How did you enjoy the episode? I hope that you had taken a lot of notes just as I did. Now, for all the goodies and show notes, please go to kellybother.com forward slash podcast. And the reason why now we don't give you a specific podcast number because we are in the process of moving our website to another platform. And therefore, if you go to this link, kellyballer.com forward slash podcast, so you will surely find Lawrence episode and all others as well. And can I ask you a little favor that if you have enjoyed this episode, can you let us know in your review what is that number one takeaway from this episode? By doing so, that you also help fellow Christian entrepreneurs to find this podcast much easier and we have an opportunity to make a difference in their life and business. So thank you so much in advance and I will see you in the next episode. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment and drop a review on iTunes? It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellyballer.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellyballer.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com. 